Hi everyone, and welcome to my podcast. My name is Kylie, and today I will be discussing some of the many topics we have discussed this term in our family in the community class. These topics are mental health, culture, LGBTQ+, therapeutic relationships, and family. All of these topics are important to me and were beneficial during my learning experience and allowed me to understand more deeply the concept and strategies of relational inquiry. To begin, I will begin by discussing the topic of mental health. Mental health is a growing concern and item of interest in both society itself and the healthcare world. This is one of the reasons why I chose this topic to discuss. Mental health is something that every individual has and is used daily. Many factors contribute to mental health, which can be different for everyone, as well as that the rising amount of mental health disorders and the treatments that are being researched are also other reasons why I chose this topic. I find it very interesting and important to know as a student and an up-and-coming nurse because of the different types of mental health disorders and how we can help individuals who are facing these issues to live better and positive lives. Throughout the term, the most important learning item that stood out to me was the impacts that having mental health disorders may have on a person and how day-to-day life is affected. To help me better understand this, further research on the topic was beneficial. The first article that helped was Mental Health in the Workplace from the Journal of Occupational and Environmental Medicine, as it discussed mental health in workplaces and examined how they could work to improve mental health in workplaces by convening a public health summit that had mental health professionals come in to talk. This article gave me a further understanding of how important mental health is when it comes to working. This can relate to nursing, as many nurses face mental health concerns because of the pressure they are put in at work. By using this research, you can use the recommendations that were found or discussed and use them in your future career as a nurse. Secondly, the article Psychiatric Mental Health Nursing in the 21st Century, It's Deja Vu All Over Again, from the International Journal of Nursing Students, discussed how mental health nursing needs to start progressing more effectively so that patients can receive the proper care and treatment for their mental health disorders. This is very important as nurses are a key factor in the maintenance and diagnosis process of mental health disorders. So, if the nursing practice is lacking in this department, many patients may not receive the assessments, treatments, and care they need. This is something I will take with me in my future practice, as well as I will ensure that every individual I see and treat receives proper assessments, treatment, and care to ensure that they are diagnosed properly and can create goals to work towards. By using relational inquiry concepts and strategies was also beneficial when thinking about mental health as they allowed for a better understanding of patients facing these issues and how nurses and other healthcare professionals can help them throughout their journey. This lets me see the bigger picture as relating mental health with relational inquiry allows me to see how important it is to understand these disorders and how they truly affect a person and their life and how we can help as nurses. After all of this, the questions that I am left with are why is mental health so stigmatized and seen as something that is not okay to talk about until it becomes a concern? Talking about mental health can help many individuals face their problems and can decrease the progression of negative mental health and mental health disorders. Now, I will be discussing the topic of culture. Culture is something that is not addressed enough or thought about in healthcare. Culture can affect how an individual lives as it plays a role in their behavior, beliefs, knowledge, values, habits, and etc. As well as that culture can affect the types of diseases and illnesses that someone may acquire. It is for these reasons that I chose to look at this topic and discuss it further. Throughout this semester, the items that stood out to me when learning about culture were the major impacts that Indigenous people face within healthcare. 
The indigenous culture has been affected so much already by colonization and is still facing major issues today. A lot of healthcare professionals do not know how to properly care for indigenous individuals and do not take their culture and practices into consideration when assessing, treating, and providing care for them. Not only did the discrimination against indigenous cultures stand out to me during this class, but so did the discrimination against any any individual that is not part of the white culture. It is seen in many cases that anybody who is not white is treated differently and does not receive the care that they need. This is something that is very important and needs to be addressed more frequently. To learn more about these issues, further research increased my knowledge and understanding of the context of culture and healthcare. The one article, Culture from Current Biology, discusses what culture means and how and why evolutionists define culture, as well as that social factors play a big role in culture, and it is because of how we are cultured is the reason why we have the knowledge that we do. The second article, Safety, Culture, and Healthcare, Mixed Method Study from the Journal of Health Organization and Management, discusses safety culture, which is how members of a team, such as co-workers, feel about safety. This was examined among healthcare workers. This benefited my knowledge because it allowed me to see that culture can be seen and used in many different contexts. Both of these articles helped me to better understand what culture is and how it can be used in the healthcare system to create things such as safety. These learnings were very different than the content learning class and were very beneficial to understanding the whole concept and not only seeing culture as something that can cause people to be misunderstood and not treated properly. These articles, along with the RI concepts, and strategies help me to see the bigger picture because thinking about culture using the relational inquiry ways of thinking, such as empirical, ethical, and sociopolitical, helped me to see the evidence, values, and power that is behind culture and how culture influences healthcare. Examining the evidence, values, and power of different cultures can also allow you to understand what the individual is thinking and feeling and how you can consider their culture when treating them, as well as by learning the ways that you can also use your own culture and bring culture into your practice to create safe environments. This leaves me with the questions of, why do healthcare professionals ignore culture when it comes to providing care? How can nurses start to fix this problem? And why isn't culture taught more in schools so that these problems are prevented? The next topic that I will now be discussing is LGBTQ+. This topic is important in many aspects of healthcare. This is because someone's gender and sexual identity, as well as their sexual preferences, can impact the health issues and concerns that they may be predisposed to. As well as that many LGBTQ individuals face discrimination and lack of care from healthcare professionals who have internalized biases and do not care to learn about and respect their patients for who they are. It is for these reasons that I chose to discuss this topic as I find it very important to take the time and learn about LGBTQ plus health and how as nurses we can help to stop this discrimination and other problems that they face. When learning about this in class, the item that stood out to me was the most important learning um, was how healthcare providers discriminate against the LGBTQ plus community and how badly this impacts their ability to trust the healthcare system and reach out to get care ultimately leading to many undiagnosed and uncared for health problems. Hearing the stories from many LGBTQ plus individuals opened my eyes to the pain that they feel daily because of these issues. To further my knowledge, research was used to help. One article, Where is LGBTQ plus in Ontario's Healthcare Policies and Programs? From Sexuality Research and, Sh- and Social Policy, talked about the lack of education on LGBTQ plus healthcare in the Ontario Ministry of Health and the Long-Term Care's online websites. It was found that the majority of health issues that healthcare professionals knew about only consisted of HIV. 
this opened my eyes to how major the lack of education is on health and as there are many more health concerns other than HIV that should be researched and taught to healthcare professionals about LGBTQ+. Another research article that was beneficial was discrimination in healthcare and LGBTQ plus information and caretaking behaviors from the proceedings of the Association for Information, Science, and Technology. This dived deeper into the discrimination and stigma that LGBTQ plus people face and that these discriminations lead to many individuals to avoid or not trust healthcare providers. Learning about this in more depth was beneficial to see how much they truly are impacted by the healthcare providers and not being able to receive the care that they need. As well as using RRI concepts and strategies such as relational and co- relational orientation helped me to see the bigger picture because it allowed me to draw my attention to the many aspects that are affecting the lives of LGBTQ plus individuals, such as the interpersonal, interpersonal, and contextual factors. By using these, I can look into the reasons that are within the individuals, the relationships between the LGBTQ plus person and the healthcare provider, and the other outside factors that are playing a role in the discrimination and negative outcomes such as it may be because of the interaction between the two or the environment that they are in that is causing these issues to arise when receiving care. This leaves me with the questions of what has caused this problem of discrimination against LGBTQ plus population and what are the ways that discrimination can be eliminated and how can we educate healthcare providers effectively on more health concerns amongst the LGBTQ plus population to improve the care that is provided. Next, I will talk about the topic of therapeutic relationships which is how a nurse communicates and bonds with their patients. It is because of these relationships that they can provide the proper care and treat their patients with respect, kindness, and compassion. I think being able to create these relationships is highly valuable to be a nurse, which is why I chose this topic to talk about. In class, the items that stood out to me as being the most important learning was the importance of the relationships and how they are the key part of providing compassionate, ethical, and just care. To deepen my learning, further research helped me to better understand this topic as one article, Barriers to Recovery-Focused Care Within Therapeutic Relationships in Nursing, Attitudes and Perceptions from the International Journal of Mental Health Nursing, discuss the barriers that nurses face and may not be aware of when trying to build therapeutic relationships when it comes to patients with schizophrenia. Learning about this helped me because it allowed me to think about the obstacles that may arise when trying to build therapeutic relationships, especially with patients who suffer from mental health issues, such as schizophrenia, bipolar, depression, anxiety, and etc. Another article that in another article, the influence of business on the therapeutic relationship, nursing activities and teamwork, an ethnography from the comprehensive child and adolescent nursing discussed another obstacle that may arise when trying to create relationships, which consisted of the nurse's busy schedules, especially in pediatrics because of how the nurses may need to spend more time with pediatric patients to create these relationships, making it difficult to do so. By using RI concepts and strategies also helped me to see the bigger picture because almost every aspect of relational inquiry relates to being able to create these therapeutic relationships. One strategy in particular that can help with this is a humanic phenological lens. This lens allows you to see the underlying assumptions that shape a person's life and questions to ask that will help to understand the interpersonal, interpersonal, and contextual factors more in depth, and can be used as a guide to help inquire action, all of which are key components to building effective relationships with patients as they allow you to learn more about the patient and their feelings, thoughts, and opinions. The questions I still have after this are, what are the most beneficial strategies to help build these relationships, and how much do these relationships impact the patient's ability to reach their goals and be successful? 
Lastly, the topic of family is something that everybody has and experiences at some point in their life. The term family may mean something different to everyone, but for me, family is the people that you surround yourself with and love and who love you, whether they are blood-related or not. I think family is a very important aspect of everyday life, especially when it comes to healthcare and nursing. Throughout the term, the item that stood out to me as the most important learning was how the family is not always thought about when providing care. This stood out to me because I believe that family should be incorporated into into patient care and that they should have a say in the care of their family members as well as that they should be notified about changes in the care plan and changes with the condition of their family members and etc. This is because family is a major component of a person's life and I know that for myself I would want my family to be involved in my care and that having them be there for me would be beneficial for my overall health. To look at this further, the research that helped me to better understand the topic was the article Rethinking Family in Nursing Care in Pandemic Times from the International Nursing Review, which discussed the struggles that nurses face when trying to incorporate family members into care plans, especially during the pandemic, which was because many nurses feel that family is a burden, as well as that several nurses believe that patients should not be allowed to have family visits, that family should not be included in care, and that they feel that their main focus of care is not the family. Another article that helped my knowledge was Psychometric Testing of the Revised Families' Importance in Nursing Care Nurses' Attitudes Instrument from the Journal of Advanced Nursing. This further discussed the nurses' attitudes towards involving family in patient care. It was found that involving family in the care can increase the quality and safety of care, but is due to the attitudes of nurses that impact how often family is actually involved. To help with poor attitudes towards family being involved, interventions may need to be used to help change this. Thinking about RI concepts and strategies also helped me to see the bigger picture because using concepts such as the five C's of compassion, curiosity, commitment, competence, and correspondence allowed me to think deeper about family nursing. This is because using the five C's, I can investigate how to use and show compassion to the patient and their family and investigate how the family's compassion impacts the patient's well-being, ask questions to find out the information required to involve the family, commit myself to ensure the family and patient are receiving what they need, using my skills and knowledge to do this effectively, and corresponding with both the family and patient throughout. This leaves me with the question of why do some nurses have these negative opinions toward the inclusion of family in the care process, and how can these opinions be changed so that family is involved more frequently during patient's care? At the end of this podcast, and with all of this knowledge about each topic discussed, I will bring with me all of the learnings throughout my school career and into my future career as a nurse, as well as sharing the knowledge I have gained with others and other nurses so that they can also better their understanding of mental health, culture, LGBTQ+, therapeutic relationships, and family and nursing. As well as that, all of the information discussed in this podcast is reflected within my artifacts inside my website and my portfolio. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope you were able to learn and take away something from the topics discussed.